going to be learning Lukutzasichis Khelakutas, the third Sikha on Igaris Hatruva. And this Sikha is based on the fourth parak of Igaris Hatruva, and it's also going to be talking about one of the comments of the Rebbe's father on this parak. Uh, the main discussion will be on the topic of Malachim, of course, the idea of Truva, and the differences between a Malach and Anashama. In this parak, the Alter Rebbe begins to discuss the quality and the maila of the neshama. His main purpose is to describe and explain the source of the neshama and the greatness of the neshama even while it's still within the body. And based on our understanding of the neshama, we can understand the great pagam which is caused in the neshama when a person does the nevera. And that, of course, will be ma'ayra, the person to do tshuva and to lashuv to Hashem with the Allah shama. So it tells us that the sinew will be understood through the what it says in the Pasaki that the Yidin are literally a chalik of, of the name of Yudke Bavke. And it's known the difference between uh, the name of Yudke Bavke and Elikim. Because Yudke, the name of Yudke Bavke, this would be an example of a person that's blowing uh, blowing uh, uh, from his mouth relative to someone who's speaking. When someone has a ficha, that comes comes from a very deep and inner power within him. When you're just speaking, this is more of an external type of uh, that a person has. And um, that it's a much more therefore you're able to speak for a much longer period of time. When taking this person, a breath, you can feel it's coming from deep within the person and, and it's coming outwards. So he says the same idea is also the difference between the, uh, between a neshama and all of creation, even of the malachim, that everything was created but it was from the chatzoynis of the chais that Hashem put into this world to create the world, which is the ruach piv, the the, the that the world was created through the speech of Hashem. This comes from It comes from the neficha of Hashem. The only thing is, in order for it to be able to be slapped in this world, Hashem also said a maimer nas adam. So the says the difference is all the rest of the creation was only created from the Dibur of Hashem. Mashenkein, the neshama of the person, its source is Vayipach, and Hashem, uh, the source of the neshama Vayipach, and it comes into the body, and it's able to become into the physical body through the the the, the, the oisius, which were the words of Nas Adam, which was Kadeil Islam Shbuguf Oilam Hazatachte. And then the author gives it adds something, which is we have, which a big part of the sikh will be, will be to understand why he adds this point. Then he continues. He says, therefore the malachim are called alakim, and he brings three psukim. Mashakasav keshem alakechem alakim. Hashem your God is the God of alakim, meaning the malachim. Hoydu alakim. Praise the God of the alakim, the malachim. And the alakim, the malachim came to stand. So why the malachim called alakim? They're actually called by Hashem's name. The reasoning is because the, the source of their chayas and the unique of their chayas comes from the chatsoinias, comes from these oisius of Shem Elikim. So Shem Elikim is the chatsoinias, legabe the shame of Havaya. Therefore, the malachim are called Elikim. And just to give a little more explanation, we'll really get more into it during the Sicha, but the idea is technically all of creation comes from the name of Lakim. The difference between the name Yudke Vavke and Lakim is Yudke Vavke is the R. This is the R of Hashem. This, 
Walakim is the Kalim, it's the Oisius, it's how the Or is being hidden within the words. So the rest of creation, what we're able to really just perceive is the Oisius. And, and the difference between Oisius, the purpose of Oisius is really, as we know, always for someone else. You don't need speech unless you're speaking to somebody else. For yourself, you don't need to have any speech. A person is able to think, a person has his own emotions. When you want to communicate to someone else, then you need to have these oiseus to communicate it to someone else. So the concept of oiseus is to uh, communicate. And we'll discuss in the Sikha that there's different levels of oiseus, so we'll get into it more practice. But the general idea is the purpose of oiseus is always to communicate, either to, to someone else or even within yourself, for you to understand uh, emotion or a feeling that you're having. You need to sometimes communicate to yourself. But if the purpose of Oasis is to take that emotion, to take something and to dilute it and to make it more applicable to someone else or to something else. So that's the purpose of Shem Lakim. That's why the Shem Lakim is the Amin of Tzimso. So Malachim, who are completely bottled to Hashem, the messengers of Hashem, they're always ready to be the messengers of Hashem, they're bottled. Therefore, they are able to, they reveal this Shem Lakim. So they're only from the Shem of Lakim, but at least. They're bottled to Hashem, and therefore they're able to express and to reveal this Hashem uh, Malikim, which is in this world. We're able to see how uh, they are creations, which their whole purpose is for Hashem. He says, but the Neshama of Adam, that comes to the Pnimi Sechais, it comes from, from the Shem Havaya, and Shem Havaya is the Pnimi Sechais, which is much greater than the Isis, right? Because the idea is that it's the it is Hashem itself. The Shem is called the Shem Ha'etzem of Hashem. This is how Hashem, Hashem's name, how it is for Himself, not for how it is for others. Like a Lakim, the purpose is for others. Shem Lakim is for how it, Hashem Avai would be the Pnimi Sechais, and that's generally the, speaking the difference between Pnimius and Chutzidius when we find in the Chassidus. The Pnimius is always how something would be for the individual, how it is by you, while Chutzidius is how you are trying to communicate to someone else, so it's being diluted and fit into the kalim of this other person. So that is what the Alter Rebbe is speaking about. And then he finishes off in the parak, telling us that just like in the name Yudke Vavke, which is the Shurish and the Shamas, you have these four dargis of Chachma, Bina, Yudamidus, and Malchus, which is Machshav, Yudamaisa. Similarly, also in the Neshama of the person, you also have those four dargis. You have the Yud, which is the Chachma, that's the Seichel Melm, the, the essential connection that he has, the Bina, which is the Zbainus, then he has the Vav, which is the Ava of the Yira, and finally the He, which is the Mice of the Pai. So the Rebbe's father comments and discusses why is it that the Alter Rebbe brings three psukim to tell us that Malachim are called Elohim. And he tells us the reasoning is because there's, generally speaking, there's three types of Malachim. There's Srofim, Chais, and Afanim. And the Rebbe explains that we know that the Rebbe's father had very little, he didn't have a lot of ink, and also he didn't have a lot of writing. He had to write on the, the margins of the Svarim when he was in Gaulus. So he wrote very bekitzer. So this study had to tell us what the three malachim are is important. The reason is because generally speaking, we find that there's 10 malachim. We look at the Ramam, we look at the Ramak, and other Sifra Kabbalah, it tells us about 10 types of malachim. So the, the Rebbe's father is being fired that there's three malachim because these three malachim are the general types of malachim which are koilul all the other ones in. So there's three categories of malachim in general, which is koilul within them, uh, 10 categories. And these three malachim are connected to three oilamas of Biyah. We have the, in Bria is the malachim of Srafim, Yitzira has the Chayas in them, and Asiya has a Fahim. And then he adds that the Hisabas, that the creation of these three different types of malachim, come from three different types of Oisius. As we explained, that the Shem and the Kim is really the Oisius. 
It's the caliph. It's it's what holds in the aura of Hashem. It's how Hashem's uh, energy is communicated to the next love. So in the malachim itself, they are created based on what the source of their oisius are. So the highest uh, oisius that's rafim, which are oizan habriya, come from machshava, which is bria. So it's the oisius hamachshava. So that's the highest level of oisius because it's oisius how they're being used, uh, like the by the person. That the oasis which are being used for your own machshav is how you're explaining something to yourself. So it's much closer to the essence. Therefore, that would be bria. When we're talking about deeper, that's oasis a deeper. That's the oasis which you communicate to someone else with. That would be in the world of yitzira. What does that mean? So deeper is how you communicate to someone else who's on the same level of you. He still is able to communicate with you. He's able to hear your voice. He's able to hear the pitch. He's able to hear what type of emotions you're having. If you're excited, not exciting. When you're speaking to another person, a lot of yourself is being communicated. It's not the same as how you think for yourself, which your whole being is being communicated. This is how you think. This is how someone you're communicating your thoughts to someone else, so it's diluted. But still, it's it's a very strong impression that you, it's clear who's the one speaking, and it's also to a certain degree you're revealing what you feel about those particular words. And then you have the oisisamais. Oisisamais would be, for example, the words that are written on a piece of paper. So the words that are written on a piece of paper are the least uh, express expressive of the letters, because technically anybody could write the words on, especially if you're typing them, you really can't see the difference. Uh, necessarily of one person's writing and another. But even if you're handwriting, which of course there are differences between one person and the next, and there's sciences based on this, looking at how the person writes the letters. But relative to the oisis, how they are by Dibur and Machshava, of course it's not as expressive, and it's definitely not as big giloi, uh, exactly what the person is feeling and thinking. So that would be Kenega Oilam Hasiya, where the Or HaVashem is much more hidden. So oisis in general, of course, is expressing. So these are all expressions of Hashem. But how much Hashem is revealed is a very big difference. In Oilam Habriya, he's the most revealed, so Hashem is being felt much more there. Oilam Yitzira, it's less, so that's Oilam Hadibur. And Oilam Hasiya would be the lowest, that would be the Oisiyas Ha Maisa. And that would also be why that's three, these three different levels of Malachim. That's Papashtas, what he's saying. But we can ask two Shilas on this. First of all, why is this really relevant? to tell us this. The purpose of our parak is to tell us the maila of the nesham, so that the, the neshama is so great, it's greater than, than all of creation, it's even greater than the malachim, because the rest of the creation comes from the chatzonis, comes from shem lakim, the neshama comes from yudke vavke, comes from shem havaya. So why is it relevant to tell us the source of the three different types of malachim, that one comes from the oasis of Dibur, one's from oasis of Machshava, one's from oasis of Maisa. It, it, it's understood why the Alter Rebbe would have to tell us that there's three types of malachim. Why? Because he's trying to tell us that it doesn't make a difference if it's the lowest malach or the greatest malach, they all come from Shem Lekim. Because there could be a Machshava that may be the highest, you know, it's the lower levels of malachim that comes from Shem Lekim, but the greatest level of the Malachim, maybe they also come from Shem Avaya. So therefore, the Alter is telling us, brings us three Pesukim to tell us that it's all three levels of Malachim, they all come from Shem Avakim. Fine, that I can understand why he brings that. But why does he have to tell us, that, meaning that the, the, the Rebbe's father, when he's being Moisif, this Vart, that the, that the Malachim are coming from different levels of Oasis within Shem Avakim, meaning it's being Mefarit, 
that within the Oasis of Shem Elokim, the Inyan of Elokim is the Inyan of Oasis, there's three different types of Oasis, and there's three different types of Malachim are being created from this Oasis. From this, that the, the Rebbe's father is adding this explanation, not just telling us it's connected to three types of Malachim, but also telling us that it's the creation of three, three different types of Oasis that must be coming to add explanation in the parak. What is that explanation that's being added by telling us uh, about their source in the Oasis? That's one question. And then there's a more general question we can ask on the on the parak in general is why bechalal is the altar ever telling us that the malachim are called b'shem elokim? This that he has to tell us that malachim are from from elokim from the oasis, okay? Because we're trying to explain the difference between the neshama and the rest of creation. But by telling us that the malachim are called elokim, he's expressing a mila which is by malachim. Thing is that the malachim are so bottled that their energy, he's telling us on one hand the energy is coming from Elikim, so that still fits with the rest of the barrack fine, but it's also telling us that they're called Elikim, is telling us that they're at such a level of bittal that they're able to be Elikim because that's who they are. A name expresses what a, a, an item is. So when you give a name to something, that's because that's what the mahus of that particular item is. So this that the malachim are called Elikim is because they are Elikim, they are. This this oisius, this type of energy is, is is the essence of what these malachim are. So that's a maila that the malachim have, which people don't have. The neshama, of course, the maila has that neshama, has that maila, but how the neshama is within the body, and that's what the Alter Rebbe is talking about in this pair, it's talking about the neshama of the person, how it's in with the body. It comes from shame Yudke Vavke, but it doesn't have the maila that a person is called Yudke Vavke. A person is not called by the name of Avaya. Why not? Because he doesn't express Avaya. He has Avaya within it, but he is not completely vocal that all he is is an expression of Hashem. Though he's an autumn, he's a person that has an Hashem within him, but also has, of course, uh, uh, desires and, and feelings to do something which is the opposite of what Hashem wants. That's why it says in the Gemara that the Asad Lavi, when Mashiach comes, the Tzaddikim will be called by the name of Hashem. Because when the when, when Mashiach comes, the, 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 the Tzaddikim will be so bottled they will be able to express Hashem. They'll be, their name will be Hashem, and the idea is that they will be expressing what Hashem is. That's who they are, is an expression of Hashem. But nowadays we're not called that. So if since we're trying to explain the Maila of the Malach, of, of, of uh, Neshama, why tell us that the Malach is called Elikim, which is really telling us a Maila, which is by a Malach, which isn't by a human being. So to explain this, we have to understand the, what, what the main purpose of this parak is. So the main purpose of this parak is, is, as he says right at the beginning, is that that the Jewish people are of Hashem. Meaning, that it's not just that the Neshama comes from Hashem. The main purpose of the parak is to telling us that even how the Neshama, how, is, how it is within the body, is part and, and still part of, it, of the Shem Hashem. That's why in the continuation of the parak, it's important for him to tell us the just like in the name, in the name of Hashem. You have four madrigas. Within the person, how he is in this world, he also has four madrigas. That's relevant to Zabaydis Hashem. And when a person does an avera, he makes up a gam in those letters of Hashem's name. Because even how he is within the body, the Yudke Vavke is still being expressed, and that's what he uses for Zabaydis Hashem. And when he does an avera, he makes up a gam in it. And the Rebbe points out an interesting ha'ara, and this is a continuation what we spoke about last week, is that the Alter Rebbe mentions in Perakhas that a tshuva shlema is when you have, that in order to have a tshuva shlema, you need to have tshuva ilan. Tshuva tata 
is Kabbal Salmachu Shemayim that you make the Achlot and never to do that any of us again, always to do all the mitzvahs, the Mechabal upon yourself, the Allah is the Shemayim, and to do his exist. That's Tshuva Tata. Tshuva Yilah is having this, is reaching a level of returning to Hashem that you have the same level of Yuchot to Hashem as you had before you even put into the, into the Neshama went down into the body. How the Neshama, even before the Nefiqa, how the Neshama is with in Hashem, that consciousness that the Neshama and Hashem are one, that's the, the level of true love. That you return to Hashem, that you are how Hashem, even how the Neshama was before it came down into this world. That's the level of true love, and that's what we're trying to strive to. And the Nal says, that's a true Shlema. So that's a true Shlema. Everybody needs that. Yeah, the person that does a Chat, in order to be returned to how he was before he does an Avera, all he has to do is make the Chav not to do the Avera again. True law is something even what a tzaddik needs. A tzaddik in this world also is a yash. He doesn't have the same level of yuch that he had before his neshama came down to this world. So everybody needs true law. So we gave an explanation last week, uh, one explanation, which was that even when you have true tata, the true tata needs to come from this recognition that, that you are really one with Hashem. It's not that you are a mitzias and you're making a decision to return to Hashem, or you're making a decision to makabal upon all Hashem. But rather, you're recognizing to a certain degree, we haven't reached Jubilat, but there's a certain recognition, even within your Jubilatata, that you know that who you truly are, that you are one with Hashem. So even this Akhlata to return to Hashem is not coming from your own Ritzis, but it's coming from the Neshama. It's coming from the essence of the Neshama, that you and Hashem are one. So therefore, the returning is a true returning. It's not something that you're creating. I'm creating a connection. Oh, I'm having a true returning because I'm returning to Hashem because that's who I truly am. So it's revealing the essential connection that you and Hashem are. And therefore, it could be beloved Shalom and it could be with an embassy. It could have a key because it has that existential and believable uh, image to it. So that's what we explained last week. But, but now we have another explanation. The reason is because when a person does an Avera, what he's really doing is he's making up a gum in all the levels of this Nisham. Since a person has these four levels in his Hashem, when a person doesn't have error, he's making begam in those four madrigas. Therefore, in order to have the true Shalema, he can't just have Kabbal Sal Machel Shemaim. Kabbal Sal Machel Shemaim fixes the lower hay. Hay is the union of Kabbal Sal. The union of the Vav is the emotions. The, hay, the higher hay is Bino. The, the, the Yud is the union of Chachma. So when you do an Avera, you make a Begam in all of them. So in order to make a, 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 a the Tikkun Achet in all of the levels, especially the the, 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 the Bina and the Chachma, a person needs to have true love to fix all the levels that he made a Begam. Fine. That's a, as a Maimur Muskar. But the main point that we're discussing in this parak is that the, that the Rebbe is trying to tell us that even how the Neshama is within this body, it has a Chelet of Hashem within it. So what we need to understand is and this is why we're going to see why the Rebbe brings the Alter Rebbe brings three psukim by Amalekis. How exactly is this misbatah? How is this expressed that uh, uh, that even how the neshama is within the body, you have it that it's from Yudke Vavke, Masha the rest of creation. How is that revealed? How do we see that in the neshama? And there's two ways to understand it. The first way is the wrong way. The second way is the right way. And because we could have learned it one way, therefore the Alter Rebbe has to bring these psukim to tell us that that's the incorrect way of learning. Rather, the correct way of learning is going to be the second way. What's the first way we could have understood it? We could have thought that the difference between, uh, let's say, the, the difference is that by, by Yid, since he has the Yudke Vavke Havai within him, 
you think you know, Yud Kei Vav Kei is the Ma'ilam it's higher than nature. While Elikim, you know, is nature, is the Oyasis, is how Hashem is hidden within the Lord's. Elikim is, uh, is Melash and Tava, has the same Gematria as Tava. While Yud Kei Vav Kei, as we know, is higher than Tava. So therefore, the Ma'ilam, the Shamu, the Ben is that it's connected to Shem Abai. Therefore, we can see Begili how the Anhagas Hashem, the Anhagas of Hashem, but the Yid is always Hechem and Tava. That the Yid and the Ma'ilam and Mazel. As we know that the, the Yidin are the, the sheep which is between the 70 walls and it's still nonetheless still guarded. So what's the Maila of the Yid? That even how the Yid is below in this world, we're able to see Hashem Begilah. In the rest of creation, it's not that Begilah. It's much more hidden. It's it's it's, it's Tava. It looks like it's nat- natural. So that could have been the difference by Yid. That Hagas Hashem is revealed by him. In the rest of creation, which is at a much lower degree. But we can't say that for two reasons. Reason number one is because Oibazoi, the Alter Rebbe said that there's a hefresh atzum mo'oid. There's a, 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 a powerful and a, and a very powerful difference between the the neshama and the rest of creation. Hefresh atzum. There is atzum be'echos mo'oid be'kamos. But that's not a very big difference. That by us there's more. It's more revealed than Hadus Hashem Ashinkin by the rest of creation. Even with the rest of creation, we see that there's different levels. We know that the Svah Hashemayim, you're able to see Hashem much more. It says, Su'ubar raise up your eyes to the heavens, you're able to see Hashem much more by looking at the heavens than by seeing in this world. Bechalal, um, we know that by the Minha Adam, there's a greater level of Shlacha than it is by animals. So Bechalal, when you're in the creation itself, we're able to see that there's different levels of Shlacha and different levels of being able to see Hashem within creation uh, based on what you're looking at. So therefore, fine, so it's the greatest. But that's not a, a qualitative difference and, uh, relative to everything else. And even quantitatively, how do we see a quantitative difference? It's, it's not a high-fish awesome, even quantitatively. It's just more. That's one problem with it. The second problem is, and this is the main problem, is the Pasuk says that the Yidim are chelik Hashem that the Yidim themselves are a portion of Hashem. That means is that they themselves are Yudkei not that they're expressing a Yid Bavke, that you can look at a Yid and you're able to see how Hashem runs the world. That the Yid is he's what, like a sheep which is guarded between the seventy wolves. That's that means that he isn't Hashem, rather that he's making Hashem reveal. For example, I'll give you another example. It says that you look at the world, you can understand that there's someone who is a creator of the world. That from this that there's a world and then there's a design, there must be the great design. So by looking at the world, the world isn't Hashem. It's that by looking at the world, you can see that there is a design. You can see that there is a creator. Not the world is the creator. No, from the world, we can see that there was a creator. So that means that the world is shown that there's something else. So what we're saying is that when you look at the Yid, you can see that Haggis Hashem by Yid, it's much more Begilu, so we know that there is Hashem. And then we know that there is a level of Yudke Vavke, which is the Maile Maratem. Fine, but that means the Yid himself isn't Yud Kei He's just revealing that there is a level of Yud Kei But that's not what the author is talking about over here. When we look in the Pasuk, it means that the Yid himself is a Chelik Hashem Amoy. And I'm going to say, the Rebbe points out in R even more than that. Is that if you look at the Pasuk, Chelik Hashem Amoy, it means how the Yid is in this world, he's a Chelik Hashem. How do we know that? Two ways. First of all, because it's a Hemshech. In Parshish Shazin, it says, that Hashem was hits of Gulas Amin the Misbah Bnei Yisrael Kichelak Hashem Amay. That the Hashem, he says, set up the nations of the world, 
the boundaries of the nations of the world, meaning is he saved them from the, as Rashi explains, from the door of Babel. He saved them from the from complete destruction. Why? According to, at, and he made them to have 70 nations. According to the 70 nations, 70 people, or B'nai Yaakov, that will go down to Mitzrayim, uh, therefore, there's 70 nations. Why? So why did Hashem save these 70 nations based on the amount of, of the B'nai Yisrael, the B'nai Yaakov? That's because because the Chelek of Hashem is his people, and they were, they come from them. There was Kavish B'nai We are also the, from, coming from the children of Noyach and Shem. So therefore, Hashem saved them in order that he will really save the Jewish people. So when it says, it's a reasoning why Hashem saved the Goyim. Why did Hashem? It's because He saved it. Because the Hashem was, was, was included within them. So Hashem is referring to the Yid and how they are in this world. And even more than that, the word Amoy itself comes from Lashem Aimamus, which as we know that coals has their belt when there's only a little bit of light, when, when they're dying out, that's when they're called Aimamus. They're not burning. It's Oymamus is that they're flickering, they're dying out. That's what Oymamus is. That's what the idea of, of a nation comes from. That the nation is a separate being from the of the from the Malach. Something which is dimmed. You don't see the Malach in them. It's something which is separate from the Malach. Therefore, an Amas come Oymamus. Either way, we see that Chelik Hashem Amah is Dafke. It's the Chelik Hashem. But how they are down in this world. So how? So the question then is, it can't, where do we say this? It's not just a difference in uh that we're able to see it more by Yidin. Rather, it must be something which is much more than that. So that is what the Altib is trying to prove. And this is why he brings down this idea of the Malachim. It says, by the Malachim, they're called B'Shem Elikim. Why is that relevant to the parak? He's trying to tell us the mind of the Malachim? No. What he's trying to tell us is that by Malachim, they are called the Lakim because by them, the Giloy of Hashem is actually much greater than even by Ayid. Ayid is not called Habaya, it's not, he's not even called the Lakim. It says Ayid is made up of that the Yipach Ba'apat Nishbashayim, and it came into this world through Hashem saying Nasa Adam. Meaning is that the Yud Kevavke was the Slavish of Ilam Hazah in a physical form, it was, it was blown into this physical form through those words of Nasa Adam. But Papayal, we're not called the Lakim, we're not called Yudkebabkim. Why? Because no, neither of those things are completely revealed by us. Mashinkin by Malachit is revealed. So if the if the Maila of the Yid is that you're able to see Hashem more, well, that's not that's not even true. By a Malach, you're able to see Hashem more than more than by a Yid. And the reason for that's why the Malach is also called a Malach. A malach means someone who's ready. He's he's tabalted to the he's tabalted Hashem, and he's ready to go on his shluchos. So it's a complete bittel, and therefore it's actually revealing Hashem more than a yid does, and even more than that. It says the malach itself is called a lakim, and, and and just to what what's he trying to tell us by telling us the malach is called a lakim is that he's a complete expression of Hashem. Therefore, you can call him Hashem a lakim. The Rebbe points out in Ha'ara that if you look at Ha'ara the Ha'ara gives a different shot why a malach is called a lakim. So it tells us this, this is the R22. Tells us that over there that this that the Malachim are called the Lakim, it's because they are his shluchav and they are Bukhina's Bitl. So they're called by the name of Mashlech, meaning not that they themselves are Elakim or they themselves are revealing the Akimiyam Elakim. Rather the Mashalech is Elakim. Since they're at the time of the Shluchas, 
at the Poyal, at that moment of Shluchus. They are not expressing themselves, they're bottle, they are bottle to the Mishalech. Therefore, since they are bottle to the Mishalech, they're called by the Mishalech's name. But what are they on their own? They are on their own, could be something else. So they're called Elikim Bishas the Shluchus because they are expressing and they're ready and they're bottle and they're just doing what Hashem wants. But the Rebbe in our pair is actually saying something deeper than that. It's saying that they themselves are called Elikim. It's because Elikim is their energy, that their energy is Elikim. These Oisius, the, th- the, the, the words of Hashem, the Oisius Rachshaba, Oisius Amaisim, Oisius Adiba, these words themselves are completely revealed. We're seeing what Hashem's, uh, we're able to see Hashem's words. And again, there's different malachim, so you can see different levels of these words, but the, the words of Hashem themselves are being re- re- revealed. And that's why, as we know, Hashem is always Meir on the Chais of that particular name. So this at the, at the Malachim are called the Lakim is because they're actually revealing this level of Lakim. So that's interesting. So in our parak we're saying is that because of their bitl, that's why they're able to reveal that level of Lakim. So the, all of creation is really created from Lakim. I so why don't we call the rest of Lakim by the uh, rest of creation Lakim? It's because they don't have the bitl. That have that bitl, therefore the chais which is in them is actually revealed uh, on, on display. So that's a, a, a difference one that, that some said explained at our Torah. We are over there. It wasn't that their chais itself was from Shemuel. He wasn't getting into that particular point. He was rather referring to. The, he was more focusing on the union of bitl. That because of their bitl, what they're expressing is that the b'shasa shlupas. All you have is the shalech. So it's a different point. Therefore, the Alter his main point in our pair is to tell us that the Malachim themselves, because of their great bitl, that you can see their source of their energy, which is Elikim. So if we're just looking at what's a greater Gili Behalem, the Malachim themselves, they are actually, they themselves are Elikos, and they're expressing Elikos more than a Adam would be. So that cannot be the explanation. So rather, what is the Chilak? The chilek has to be with the source of the, the source, and that not only the source, but how the, that chayis is within the body. That the chayis within a malach and the chayis within you is two different types of chayis. And this is based on what we said earlier. That the difference between shem alakim and shem havaya is that the shem alakim is the chatsoinis, while shem alavaya is the pnimis. Meaning that when something is a chatsoinis, that means it's meant for someone else. It's never, it's not who you are. It's how you are expressing yourself to someone else. While Pneumius is how, how you are for yourself. So we're talking about Hashem. Hashem means, Yudke Babke is how is Hashem for himself? How is Hashem revealed on his own? without not, not for someone else's sake or for some type of purpose. What is Hashem on his own? While Elakim is how he's expressing himself to others. And based on this chiluk of Elakim and Yudke Babke, we can now understand the difference between Amalach and the rest and, and Bechlal's uh, creation and the Neshama. One is that the, the rest of the Vrayim are created from Elikim. And not only are they created from Elikim, which is the Chatzainius, but it's actually not even from Elikim itself. It says, from the Koyachel of Elikim, from the Elikim, from the Deber of Elikim, that's how the world is being created. So it's not that the uh, Elikim itself is being transformed into Malachim or being transformed into creation. No, the power of Elikim is creating Malachim. So it's one step farther away. It's that Hashem is speaking, Hashem is using the Oasis, and from the Oasis, we're creating um, the, the uh, creation, uh, creating the Malachim. Mashinkin by Neshama, we have two Milas. One, it's from Shema Yudke Babke, so it's a greater source. 
it's Hashem himself. But because it's from the level of Yudke Vavke, it means how Hashem is for himself. That means Hashem is for himself. That means it can't be in the form of Oisius. Oisius means how it is for someone else. So it's not can be that Hashem is speaking and creates the Neshamas. No, that means Hashem is speaking, that means it's for someone else. Rather, the union of a Yudke Vavke itself is being transformed. It's a halik of the Yudke Vavke is the Neshama. So Neshama itself is really Yudke Vavke in a way of, uh, of Neshama. So it's not like speech, which is, I have an idea, and then I have to communicate that idea to you, so therefore it's being diluted. So you're getting something else. You, you, I have my koyach of communicating, and then what you receive is actually whatever you're able to receive from that. Rather, it's more like a, a really a child, father and a child, that the etzim of the father is being trans, is is being utilized and being is being transformed and, and creating a child from it. That the tipa of the father, from that tipa, which is the essence of the father, a new a new child is being created. It's the same thing over here. That from yudke vavke itself, that we are a chelik of yudke vavke. And he says, Apiza, we can also understand the chilo, uh, sorry, diuk, that he, the Alter River writes in the beginning of Perak Dalit, he says it's a hefresh otsum oid lamayla. It's a massive difference. So now we can understand the massive difference if it's from Shem Lakim or Shem Levaya. But why does he say the word lamayla? Hefresh otsum oid lamayla. The reason why he says the word lamayla is because where is this really revealed, it's much more revealed lamayla. That where Yudke Vavke is, all you see is, of course, Hashem. Yudke Vavke, Hashem is for himself. While by Elikim, you're seeing the Kayach of Hashem, how it's really relevant to others to, to communicate. So this Hefesh Atzimah is the Maile. But nonetheless, it's relevant to us because that's the Siva of the difference between the Yidin and everything else. That since in the Maile, this is it's, it's a powerful difference, therefore even how it comes to the Mata, and both of us ha- are created for the Oisius. But the difference is that what Hashem said, Nasa Adam Ba'as, it was with the Yipach Ba'afadish Vashem, is with the Neshama, which comes from Chelik Avayi Amai. Therefore, even how we are down here, we have this Chelik Hashem, which is within us, um, which which is which makes a uh, which which is a powerful and a, hefer, a powerful difference from us and the rest of creation, because within us we're able to be, we're made up of the same ruchnis, uh, the same. Um, same energy as a, as a Shem. So Al-Pizah, we can understand why the Alter Rebbe brought three Pesukim. What are the three Pesukim that he brought? Let's look at each one, and we can see why it's so relevant. So the first Pesuk he brought, brings is, So Hashem Elekeichem Hu Elekeilekim. Hashem, your God, is the God of gods. So over there, it, it stresses Hashem, it's Hashem, your God. It's stressing the connection uh, that Hashem is our God, the Neshamas of the Yidin. And he's also the God of the Malachim. So why is it making a connection? It's connect, making a connection between the Neshamas and Malachim. Because the Neshamas, how they are in this world, 
they come from all it says Neshamas Alubamachshav, meaning even though the essence in the Shoresh Nasham of course is from Shemavai, which is Hacher, but then as the Neshama comes down to the world, it comes in the way of Machshava. It still stays on a, even how it is created. It's created in a form of Alam Machshava. Alam Machshava is how it is in the world of Bria. So the first Pasik is talking about the Malachim, which are in Oilam HaBriya. Therefore it says, Hashem Alekechem. It's connecting the Malachim to Hashem your God, to how they are by Malachim. It also says Hashem Alekim uh, three times. Alekechem, Alekei Alekim. And as we know, this is connected to Isis HaMachshava of Oilam HaBriya. The second Pasik says, Hoidu Lekei Alekim. So one hand it stresses Alekei, the God of Alekim. So it's 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 you it's the heart that there's elakelakim that even within the malachim what you're able to see and feel clearly you're able to deher that there's an elakel that there's a there's a, a god. It says twice elakim elakelakim says two times the name elakim in the pasuk, and this is connected the union of oisi sadibur, which is oilam hayitzira. As we know, oilam hayitzira is yitzar, and oilam hayitzira Hashem is revealed within it. That's why it says elakelakim. It's not as high as oilam habri where it's three times elakim. And it doesn't have that connection to the Nishamas, but it's still the Inyan of Elaike Lakim. Elaike Lakim is revealed, and that is the Inyan of Yitzhar. Where, where, where it's, yeah. The third Pasik is Yavo B'nei Lakim Liyitzyatsev. So it's only mentioned one time, Elakim. And it calls them B'nei Lakim. It doesn't say Elaike Lakim. No, it says B'nei Lakim. B'nei Lakim themselves, that's a lower level of Malachim. There's Elakim. And then there's the B'nei Lakim, which is a, a lower Madrega in Malachim. And it talks about they, they came lahitziatzev to stand, which is referring to how they are in Olam Hazeh, where it's mashoyta arts that they come to, they move from one part of the earth to the next part of the earth, as we see by in the beginning of Eiv. So this is referring to the malachim how they are in this world. Therefore, the name Malachim is only mentioned once, and this is Oisius Hamaasa Hamaisa. This is Olam Hasia. So what's the difference b'chalalus between these three levels? So the pashtus again, we can we have two ways of learning it. One difference would be just how much is Hashem revealed. Let's say in the last two seconds, when it says in Oilam Hayitzir, Hashem is much more revealed. It's Elakelakim, Hashemkin, Oilam Hasir. It doesn't call him Elakelakim. Meaning, there's still Bnei Elakim, so there's still some type of reflection of Hashem, but it's not as powerful that they'd be called Elakelakim. And of course, that definitely would not be as powerful that you'd see the connection to how of Oilam Habria. But there's a, there's another difference over here. From this, that the 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 the, the, the Reb Levi attempts to tell us, and this is the most important part, is that he's telling us that the reason why there's differences of malachim, he tells us has to do with the oifin of how they're created. They're coming from different oisias. It's not just a matter of how much Hashem is revealed. And in the Mitzir, there's a greater revelation than in the Messiah. No, it's not just that there's a greater revelation or lower revelation. The actual way how they're being created is from different types of oisias. One is from Oisis HaMachshava, which Oisim HaMachshava are much more connected to that. Then. There's Oisis HaDibar, which is in between. And then you have Oisis HaMaisa, which is much more B'chitzainis. It's really for, the, for those who are on the outside. So therefore, the difference of how they're created also has a difference of how uh, of, of how much revelation they have. So it's not just a, a difference in quantity, it's also a difference in quality of how much of Hashem is being felt in these Oisis. Just like, again, the Oisis, a person speaks to someone else, the person has felt much more than if it's just written on a piece of paper. So based on that, it's understood. This is an important part. That if you look at each of the worlds, 
it says that by the Oisius HaMachshav HaShem's the name of Lakim is mentioned three times. Why is it mentioned three times? Shem Lakim to show on the world of Bria. Because in the Oisius HaMachshav it's really Kailah within it besides for the Oisius HaMachshav from it will eventually come the Oisius HaDibur and the Oisius HaMaisa. So it says three times the Lakim. When I refer to Olim Yitzhi it says the Lakim two times because there's Oisius HaDibur which is Kailah within the Oisius HaMaisa. While in the Oilum Hasi, it only mentions Bnei Elikim, it only mentions Elikim one time because it only has its own Oisius. What does that mean, in other words? That besides for the Maila, let's say that the Oisius and Machshava have, that they have a much greater connection to Hashem, is because they're the Oisius and Machshava, they're more connected to the Atzim. There's another Maila that they have, that within them is Koilul, the Madrigas, which will come in later, that the Oisius and Maisa are Koilul within them. Oisisa Dibur has a Maila that has Oisisa Maisa, but it doesn't have within it Oisisa Machshava. It comes from the Oisisa Machshava. The Oisisa Dibur come from the Oisisa Machshava. So you have Machshava where Hashem is felt and the feelings of Hashem are felt very strongly. And then it's diluted somewhat to the Oisisa Dibur. So the Oisisa Dibur come from the Oisisa Machshava, but they aren't the Oisisa Machshava. They don't have the Maila of Oisisa Machshava. And Kolshkem, we go to the Oisisa Hamaisa, that they of course come from the Oisisa Dibur. So they're expressing the Oisius Adibur but in much diluted forms. But you look at the Oisius Adibur, you do not see the Oisius. Uh, when you look at the Oisius Hamaisa, you're not going to see the Oisius Adibur in their full form. And definitely you won't be able to experience the Oisius Machshava in, in its full form. Because it's only the Oisius Adibur, or only the Oisius Hamaisa. It doesn't have that full expression of Hashem like the higher Oisius have. So Alderechzeh is also really by Molachim and, and all of creation relative to the to Molach, to, to the Rishams. All of creation is made from Yudke Bavke. Yudke Bavke is Molash Mahava. Everything is created from Hashem, from Yudke Bavke. He creates all of creation. But how does he create make creation? He makes creation that is completely hidden within Shem Elikim. The aura of Hashem is hidden within the Isis. It's hidden within the Kalim. Barashas Bara Elikim. That even though that the R comes from the R Hashem, but what is actually making creation? It's Elikim, because all you can feel is what's being told to you. The, like, let's say you're the person listening, you're able to see the Oisius, Oisius, or in this case, the, these Oisius that Hashem is saying was actually considered, the Sikha says, considered Oisius and Maisa, because these are Oisius that are actually creating things which are physical. So when you look at the physical world around you, these are the Oisius and Maisa of Hashem. It's the Maisa because it's, it made something physical. It's like it's the words being put on a piece of paper. So you look at the Oisius and Maisa. Of course, there is some expression of Hashem there, but it's not Begilah. We don't call the world Alekim. It's because it's not revealed. You don't even call it Alekim. Definitely not calling it Yudke Vavke, which is ultimately the source of the power of creation. Alekim is hiding it, but ultimately the power is from Yudke Babke, but since it cannot be felt, we don't call it Yudke Babke, we don't, and by Malachim, we don't even call it Lekim. By Malachim at al we call it Lekim because the aspect of Lekim is revealed, but the Yudke Babke is not revealed. Masha'enke, when you look at the Shamas, the Shamas are called Yudke Babke. Why? Because even how they are in this world, the Yudke Babke is revealed to them to a certain extent. Just to give a marshal, which is brought in other places of Chassidus, is that there's... Um, there's a hamshacha which is called derech maver, and there's a uh, and there's a hamshacha which is called uh, which is derech levush, slapshus. What what does that mean? Sometimes, you, let's say a person wants to um, a, a a person 
wants to exp- has has a uh, wants to express an idea that he has. So he can write that idea down on a piece of paper. So that idea is now words, physical words. But it's still the same idea. It might not be on the same level. It doesn't have all the uses machshava. You can't see the R as much. But it's still the same thing. Just it, it's the same concept, just in a physical form. That's the derech Mahavir. It's the same thing, just in a physical form. So neshama is the same idea. Neshama is yudkei vavke. It's just yudkei vavke how it's within a human body. That's why it still has the yudkei vavke uh, in, in the way how we do our vayidus Hashem. We have the, especially the yud, which is this connection that we have with Hashem is a true connection because we're essentially one. It's not creating some type of connection because Hashem is infinite. How do we create a connection with He who is infinite? Rather, the Yud is that we have this connection to Hashem who is infinite. Therefore, even in this physical world, we're still able to connect to this infinite Hashem is because we have that infinite aspect of Hashem within us. Of course, except with the Hei Vav Hei, which is a continuation of that, to be able to understand and to feel and to act accordingly. That's the my but then you have something which is when it's b'derek lavosh. B'derek lavosh is when the concept is completely hidden. So let's say you have an idea, and you take that idea, and then you make a, 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 the, the creation of it. You make it a, a device. So within the device, it, it, you're not seeing the intellectual idea which is behind it. It could be that the person actually making the device doesn't even know how it works. He just looks at the manual, and he just follows the directions, but he has no understanding of how it actually works. So that would be B'derech Lavush, that the concept is not being revealed. It's not on a piece of paper explaining this concept, what exactly is the Chiddush of the Dabar. No, it's, just, it's, it's, it's a manual. You know, uh, how, you know, it doesn't have all the, the engineering behind it. It's just giving you instructions, you know, put here, this screw here, this screw there. That would be B'derech Lavush, and that's how it is with the rest of creation. Yes, it comes from Yudke Babke, but it comes in a way of a Lakim where a Lakim hides the Yudke Babke and makes him tzis. So based on this, we, again, just to chaz over that, we have an answer to both of the questions we had. Our first question was, why is, in the Revelatus explanation of the Alter Rebbe, he's focusing on that there's three psukim, which are connected through Balachim, which come from three different types of Isis. Why is it relevant to tell, tell us that the Balachim come from three different types of Isis? Who cares? So the answer of that is, it's because it's trying to tell, tell us that just like by the Malachim, that even though they, they come that they come from three different levels of Oasis, and each level of Malach, which comes from the preceding level, doesn't experience the preceding level. Rather, all it's able to perceive is it itself. That's how it is in the rest of creation. Mashenke Nishamas, even as they are into this physical world, they still are able to experience their source. That was the first question. The second question we had was, why Bechalal tells that Malachim are called B'Shem Elikim? Why is that relevant? It tells us that they have this level of Bittal. So the answer for that is, is to tell us that even though that they have this Maila, that the Maila that they have is regarding the Gilu, that they're able to reveal Elikim, but that's not the Maila which is by the Yid. The Maila which is by the Yid is that they're part of Yudke Vavke. That even if the Yudke Vavke is somewhat hidden, Within them, that you don't have the full expression of Yudke Bavke. Therefore, Yid is not called Yudke Bavke. Nonetheless, Yudke Bavke is within them. So the Maila is not like by the Maaf, which are called Bnei Lakim. And as, 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 as we said, there's three, he brings three Psukim that they're called Bnei Lakim. Why does he bring three Psukim? To tell us at the three different levels, which are coming from three different Oasis. But the idea is that they what's revealed at each one, what's revealed at the lowest level, 
in, let's say, in, in the Malachim from Oyn Masiyah, is only Malach Masiyah. It's not revealed within them that they come from something which is higher. Masha'in came by the Yid, which even as we are in this world, it's revealed to us that we're coming from something higher. Uh, the Rebbe does finish off with one point, just one last question. He just mentions quickly in, in the third last paragraph, he says that even though that the Simpson and Hester from Shem Lakim is only the Gabi but we know that the Gabi HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Midas HaGvur is not, does not cover up Chas V'Shalom by Hashem. Meaning is that when Hashem looks at this world, he's able to see uh, the world as it is, that it's really Shem Havai, it's really just an expression of himself. But it's explained in many places that the Simpson, the Gabi is not a dimming, it's not an imagination. This that there's a world, it's not a fake world that there's nothing really here. Rather, it's a mitzis. This is something which is true. Meaning, it's a shame that elikim is oisius. They are really oisius here. When the shame elikim, the oisius, the kalim, they're taking the or and making a mitzis out of it, it's not something which is fake. It's something which is real. There really is a mitzis, as it says in the Pasuk, gracious bar elikim, Hashem created a world. But again, that's by Hashem, he's able to see that everything's from Yudke Bafke. That's all the rotsin of Hashem. But by us, we're unable to see that. What's a mashal of this, which is brought into this? The mashal is brought, is actually the concept of the mashal. Let's say you have a Rebbe and a student. So the Rav is a great Rav, and he, the only way for him to explain a particular concept to the student is to give a mashal. So when he gives the mashal, the student understands the mashal. And eventually, through understanding the mashal well, he's able to get some uh, grasp of what the nimshal is. But when the Rav himself is giving, so is the mashal of real mitzvahs, of course, the mashal is a real story, it's a real idea, but through the mashal, we're able to see that there's a deeper concept. When the Rav is giving the mashal, when he looks at the mashal, what does he see? Yes, there's a mashal, but within the mashal, he's able to see what the nimshal is. He sees the story. Within the story, he knows exactly what he's trying to say. Within the mashal, he sees that the mashal is really part of the nimshal. So he sees that Shem Elikim, the Oisius, the Elikim, is really an expression of, uh, of Hashem. It's really... You know, it's like a person speaking these words of Ava. So when he says the words, the person hearing these words of Ava, it's being diluted. He's, he's able to be expressed only in a particular way, in a particular word, so it's being so, feels somewhat diluted. But the one who's actually saying the words is able to say, when he says those words, he's able to say with the, all the love and all the passion which is there, he's able to, when he sees those words, he's seeing all the passion which is there. Which maybe isn't the best muscle because ultimately human beings are limited. So therefore, when they say words, it could be that their words don't aren't able to encapsulate all the emotion. Well, I should say, it doesn't encapsulate all the emotion. So even when they see the words, they see it somewhat diluted. When he gives the mushal, the mushal completely incorporates the entire nimshal. That within Shem Elikim, it has the entire nimshal of Shem It's just by us, we're only able to see Shem Elikim. But Hashem, when he looks at the Elikim, he's able to see the Shem Havaya. But again, that's only how it is Lagabe Hashem. But we're Gabi, us, who are living in this world, we're only able to see the Masha. That's the rest of the right. Masha came the Yid, even as he is inside this world, we're able to, we are, not just we're able to see Hashem, but we are a portion of Hashem. Therefore, in our Avedis Hashem, we truly do have that Pneumius, that Yud, that essential connection to Hashem. We truly, when we are misbeing in the Dadless Hashem, it's not an imagination. We are truly mis- being misbeing with what, what Hashem truly is, to a certain degree. Where we, the, 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 the Bina is extension of the Chachma. The Chachma sees Hashem, and the Bina is trying to formulate some understanding of what, what the Neshama is seeing. 
And that, of course, translates into the emotion. So the love of fear is the love of fear of a true being, not just some imagination you have, but something that someone who you're truly seeing. And then the actions and the machshav the mice that one has based on those emotions are filled with the love and fear for someone who you truly, you know who you truly love and fear. It's it's a true emotion, and therefore it's also the mice which are nimshuk from it are also true.